Blog Talk Radio. Using them during his MVP season. 
My problem with that is he knew he'd done it when it happened. Actually, I believe Major League Baseball had assumed that he had done it. And unfortunately, Matt Kemp, who almost had a triple crown that year, and a lot of people like myself had given him the nod at MVP, I think he still should be awarded to him. Um, that's just my take. Uh, and, of course, with me being a Dallas Cowboys fan, Sean Lee, starting middle linebacker, just signed a new contract extension, six more years, $42 million, with the potential of it being up to $51 million. I thought it was a little bit premature, but some of my former Cowboy fans don't. But that's, that's it for the sports tonight until we have some callers later. Well, I'd like to introduce you to now is the Divine Miss M. She is our resident hey. scandal-holic. She is our resident guru when it comes to Olivia Pope and the crew. Welcome to the show, the Divine Miss E. Thank you, Mr. Mosby. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Um, the okay, Divine so... Miss E is actually the Divine Miss E is actually a friend uh, that I've had for a few years who we became friends basically because we both used to live in Hawaii. We didn't know each other in Hawaii, but we were friends back in Hawaii, and we've become friends ever since. And she's one of my good friends here in Atlanta. But go ahead, uh, the Divine Miss E, please. Tell us what the big to-do is about this television show. Okay, if you haven't watched Scandal, you are missing out. I mean, that's like the hottest show to me on the planet. Um, Shonda Rhimes, as you know, she also writes for Grey's Anatomy. She also wrote for The Practice. And now she's writing for Scandal. And basically, Scandal um, surrounds itself around Olivia Pope, and she has um, Olivia Pope Enterprise. So basically, everybody that she has that works for her, pretty much she kind of rescued in some, you know, form or fashion. So they have diehard loyalty to Olivia Pope, and they do whatever she says without question. So they call themselves gladiators. And so, like, her crew is, you have Harrison Wright, and Harrison is like this fast-talking smooth type of brother, um, very handsome, very well put together, and she basically rescued him because I think he was, like, he was going to jail for tax evasion. Then you have Abby. Abby is kind of kooky. Olivia rescued her because she was actually a battered wife, and so Olivia pretty much got her out of that situation. And Abby, she's kind of like a wild card because sometimes she questions some of the stuff that Olivia does, but pretty much when it's all said and done, she's a gladiator through and through. Then you have Quinn Perkins. Like, Quinn's storyline is kind of interesting because Quinn started out one way, and somehow she just kind of got caught up. So for a while on the show, her identity was kind of like this mystery and it was a lot of things surrounding Quinn that Olivia, you know, was privy to, but no one could talk about it. And when it came down to the wire, when they were going to, um, you know, leave Quinn out to dry, Olivia finally stepped in. And ever since then, Quinn has become a diehard gladiator, and she's sort of coming to her own. 
And she is kind of turning a little bit psycho because she's hanging out with Huck. Now, Huck's storyline is very, very interesting because Huck was pretty much in the military. So he was like special forces, did a whole lot of um, special forces mission. And so he signed on to become, um, to do the secret mission or whatever. And pretty much, the mission was they taught him how to be an assassin. But, you know, to be an assassin, you can't have a family. And Huck ended up falling in love, and, you know, he got married, and he had a child. And so when the people that he worked for found out about that, it pretty much put him in a hole until he basically forgot about his family, and they basically psychologically, like, damaged Huck. But Huck is, like, the best assassin that you could have on your team, except lately he's been slipping because he's, he's getting kind of sloppy because, he, you know, he has PTSD now. And so I think that's kind of skewed his, you know, his per- perception of what his job is supposed to be. But overall, he is a fantastic assassin, and he is like a diehard gladiator. Then you have Cyrus. Cyrus is, like, the most complicated character in Scandal because Cyrus is that guy that you absolutely love to hate. He's like a pit bull. Sometimes he could be nice. Sometimes he could be a total butthole. But you just have to love Cyrus because Cyrus will do anything to protect President Fitz. And if it means throwing Fitz under the bus, if it means throwing Olivia under the bus, if it means throwing his own husband, because, yes, he's gay, under the bus, Silas will do whatever it takes to protect his own interests. And his main priority is to make sure that President Fitz stays in the White House. And Cyrus, <laughs> Cyrus is just kind of like off the chain. I mean, he is like some of the things that he does, you're just like, oh, my God, really? He always keeps you on your toes because you just never know what's going to happen with him. Then you have Millie. Millie is President Fitz's wife. And at first, you're kind of feeling sorry for Millie until you find out that Millie, she doesn't play games. Like, Millie is, she's gangster. She's very diplomatic. She's always scheming, and she's always one step ahead of the game. And Millie is not afraid to play hardball when it comes to her man. And she likes her she likes her status. She likes her job. And sometimes you feel like she really does love her husband, the president. But sometimes you think she loves the position as well. So sometimes you feel sorry for her. But most of the time, you just kind of like, you kind of despise her and the things that she does. Then you have... President Fitzgerald, which is the President of the United States, who is in love with Olivia Pope, and basically he is willing to throw his presidency away for Olivia because that's how much he loves her. And Olivia is like the most organized, well-put-together woman that you will ever meet, but when it comes to Fitz, it's like all common sense goes out the window. So because of their tryst or whatever you want to call it, it's just continuing 
continuous drama, pretty much, because these two cannot stay away from each other, and they love each other one moment, then the next moment they have drama, they're falling out, then he's treating her like a side chick, and then he realizes that he wants her back. And so that's what makes the show so interesting between those two because you, it's like you know it's bad because, of course, no one condones adultery. And, yes, Olivia is the side chick. But at the same time, deep down, you're, like, still rooting for them because you're just like, oh, my God, they're so cute. So, yes, that's what makes Scandal so interesting. And then the last two characters we have, of course, is David um, David Rosen, and he's the um, assistant district attorney. And he's one of the good guys, but lately, after he's been set up, he's kind of like now he's burnt. So he's not afraid to play hardball. Um, And he doesn't quite trust Olivia, but at the same time, it's like they have – they're kind of like frenemies, I want to say, because he doesn't quite trust her, but at the same time, you know, he is not going to totally, completely throw her under the bus. And him and Abby, you know, they develop some kind of weird, twisted relationship. And he really does love Abby. But, of course, like I said, Abby's a gladiator. So when it came down to choosing between being a gladiator and being with David, of course, you know, Abby chose to be a gladiator. And the most important character, of course, is Jake. And Jake is a military man, a high official. And at first you think that he was brought on by President Fitz to guard Olivia. But as it turns out, he was hired by Olivia's dad, Rowan, to keep an eye on Olivia and watch her. And, you know, He ended up being attracted to Olivia. They, you know, they had a little fling, one night stand or whatever you want to call it. But he really does like Olivia because when it was all said and done, you know, and he didn't, you know, and he was supposed to do his job and get Olivia, um, you know, to her dad and just keep it moving. But he broke protocol because he liked her, and now he's in the whole and I'm guessing he's probably going to be as damaged as Huck because that's the same thing they did to Huck. So now he's going to be all twisted, and there's no telling what's going to happen next season because the season finale, as you well, some of you guys may have seen, someone spilled the beans and let the media know that Olivia Pope is actually the president's mistress. So she, as as she's walking out of her building paparazzi is like everywhere asking her questions with cameras in her face you know because now the whole world knows that she is sleeping with the president of the free nation so of course the big thing now is who spilled the beans was it cyrus was it millie like that's going to be interesting to find out who told and knowing shonda rhimes I mean, it's just going to be a roller coaster because you just you you could just never you just never know. That's just how it is. Like you think you know one moment and she has you at the edge of seat, and you're just like, oh my god. So by the time the show is done, you're like, what? The you just totally did not see that coming. So that's pretty much you know a brief recap of Scandal because it's so intricate. It's extremely difficult 
to like go into all the twists and turns because there's so many twists and turns when it comes to the scandal. But that's pretty much the cast and a little bit of what has been going on um, the last season before the show went off. So any questions, Mr. Mosley? Well, actually, what happened was I have been disconnected for about the last three minutes. But <laughs> oh my God, I'm having... just running my mouth. <laughs> I, well, that's perfect though, because I've had some technical uh, technical difficulties. But I think one of the things that I did want to go back over, and I, I'm sure I probably missed it. But uh, not only you had mentioned uh, you had mentioned Shonda Rhimes. Now, for yes. those people who don't really know. Shonda Rhimes not only wrote Grey's Anatomy, Private Practice, mm-hmm. and now Scandal, but she's also the actual, absolute creator of it all. So these are her babies. Yes. And yes. when they first, when when Grey's Anatomy first appeared on ABC, it took the country by storm. Uh, Private yes. Practice didn't quite get the same following. It was a little, in my opinion, a little too soap opera-ish. But with Scandal. If people think that this is just a women's show or a nighttime soap opera, it absolutely yeah. isn't. It deals with espionage. It deals with yeah. motor fraud. Uh, and I'm not yeah. exactly sure uh, how much you went over about the defiant situation and how Fitz got into office. I, I, I'm sorry, but like I said, uh, dealing with some technical difficulties over here, uh, and it wouldn't let me back in. But it's it's a great television show. It, it it's very suspenseful. If you think it you is. know what's going to happen two minutes from now, you are totally yeah. off base. Yes, just, I said that. Yes, it is a great yes. television show. Yes, I mean I just think that Shonda Rhimes is an amazing writer. Um, actually, she's like the first person to place an African American woman in the leading role, you know, um, it's not done on television. You normally, you know, you never really see that. And, you know, here you have an African-American woman who's very successful, who's, you know, very educated, very put together, and, you know, basically she takes care of business. She's like, you know, she knows who's who. She's a fixer. That's what she does. And what I think the beauty of the show is is that, you know, on the surface, like when the show first began, you see this woman that's so well put together and you're just like, wow, like she's amazing. And then as the storyline goes on, you realize, okay, you know, like any other woman, once she falls in love, you know, with this guy, like her, you know, her whole common sense just starts going out the window. And so she becomes very relatable, you know, and so I just, I, that's what I love about the show. It's like there's always a surprise. You never know what's coming. It's never stale. It's always fresh. It's always new. And so she's just a, a writer. I just, I love Shonda Rhimes. I think she's just No, awesome. the actors, not only the writing is exceptional, but the actors that, that, oh, that yes. portray these characters um, and, and the twist and, and, and the loyalties and, and the deceptiveness and uh, it's, it's got every emotion. I mean, it literally gives you, it, once you get into it, and all it takes is a couple of episodes to watch it, yes. and you're hooked. If you go back, and, mm-hmm. and especially because you have you know people who are listening, if you've got a couple of uh, weeks 
before the season premiere. I mean, there are opportunities for you to go to the ABC website, and you can catch up on season one and season two, or you can go to Hulu Plus, and you can watch it. But uh, for for those of us who have been, and I call call them, I call us scandalholics, once once you become a scandalholic, it's it's a long We've we've been watching the show for the last couple of years, and throughout the episode, we're making comments on Facebook and and talking oh, yeah. about it. And I got in trouble personally uh, because my friends back in Hawaii and on the West Coast, where it's delayed, Dang. are like you're ruining the show for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd but I've got brothers in church yeah. that watch it. It's not. I mean, it's not like I said. It's not just a woman's show. It's a show for. It's just a good quality television show. If if you it give it is. a chance, it I think you'll enjoy it. Um, my favorite character on the show is Huck because as as demented and, and, and as, as as damaged as he is, I mean, his loyalties are, are, are unquestionable. Oh, yeah. And when that yeah. man decides that he's going to do something, it doesn't matter who. Now, like I said yeah. earlier, this show comes on for you people who are just not joining us. The show comes on on Thursday nights. On AB on your local ABC affiliate, and uh, mm-hmm. it's ten o'clock on the East Coast, eight o'clock Central, and I believe uh, you know ten o'clock back you know on the West Coast. Hawaii it's delayed, so I'm not sure exactly what time it comes on. But the people in Hawaii who do watch it, they uh, I mean I mean I've got some friends there that are constantly commenting. Uh, I wake up the next morning after a broadcast. And I've got one friend who's a policeman at Honolulu Police Department, and he's commenting on it. And I mean, it's it's just a good quality show. So it is. that's that's why I felt it necessary for us to have at least us people on the West Coast, uh, I mean, on the East Coast and in you know the Central U.S. to have a forum that we can vent some of these emotions that we've been on and some of these comments that we have to deal with during the show, that we have a place where we can, you know, immediately after the show, hit them digits, you know, punch them keys and join us. We'll be doing exactly this. We'll be talking about the show. Um, It's it's addictive. It's fun. It's uh, very addictive. It's political. It's romance, too. Sexy, because I know that sexy. you talked about the relationship. I'd, I'd assume that you talked about the relationship uh, between Fitz and uh, Olivia. Olivia. Yeah, yes, and then uh, Edison. But of course, uh, and yeah, uh, Olivia. Yeah. Now, the, the interesting thing about Olivia's character is that it's somewhat based on a real Washington D.C. Yes, I'm glad who you happens to that be it is. Caucasian. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the lady is. It's but it, and and that's why on this show. But she's African American. The lady. Uh, no, she's not. Uh, the 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 woman who it was based on is not. Oh, I thought they fixed the lady was African American. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. But, and it's uh, but it's uh, it's it's a very uh, intriguing television show. It's. Uh, it's it's an hour of just uh, you know an abs- from the from the moment it comes on, it's an absolute roller coaster. I mean, we've had the president get shot in the head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. You've had the president murder somebody, murder, choke her right. death, had, choke her out. The, the president is a murderer. 
of a Supreme yes, Court is. justice, and an adulterer, yes, and an yes. adulterer. Yes. So if you think but we've had, though. yeah, if you if you think that we've had or have uh, a president who who is somewhat less than perfect, this guy takes it to a whole nother level. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he does, and I think like, and Scandal has like the best lines. Like, I mean, at least for a woman, like you know, when like Olivia's line when she was just like, "If you want me, earn me," or when he's like, "Watch me choose you, watch my sit down, watch my marriage run out. We're gonna watch the clock, and watch me earn you." I was like, "Oh my God, what woman would not melt to have the most powerful man in the United States sit in her living room in the world?" Say, in the world, the president of the United States gets that title as the most powerful man yes. in the world. Yes, yes. I mean, I almost passed out. I was like, oh, my God. I want somebody to say that to me. You know ah, I mean? come on, come on, come on. The guys say that to you every day. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Not, not the president of the United States. Maybe the crackhead <laughs> off the street that doesn't count. <laughs> but I did want to have, I did want to have you on to kind of give people a little bit of background a little history of the show, uh, some of the characters, and I definitely appreciate you calling in and joining us. What's well, uh, this? Uh, I'm sorry. I said thank you for having me. Oh yes, absolutely. We'll have you back on, uh, especially once the season starts. And of course, you're you're free to call in once we start having you know Thursday night scandal night. But uh, I definitely want to okay. thank you for calling in. Uh, for you folks who logged on, we actually had a few people log on. I don't know if they were logging on for football or not tonight, but oh well. Uh, I it was well advertised <laughs> that this would not be a sports-related show tonight. This would be scandalous more scandalous night, people. This, yes, this is scandal, scandal, scandal night Thursday night with the scandalholics, and Woo-hoo. it's been a blast having you on. I thank you very thank much. You. And uh, hope you have a great week. Thank you. That's you've been listening to the Divine Miss E, uh, the Pride of Miami, uh, the Haitian Queen. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you have a great week, and thank you for calling. I'm going to have a couple more minutes of the show, so you folks hold on. Just want to say thank you for putting up with us tonight, because we uh, did have some technical technical difficulties. Um, I'm not sure if anyone knew because our guest did such an excellent job of filling you in on the show scandal. Again, our show comes on uh, Tuesdays and Thursday nights at 11 o'clock East Coast, 10 o'clock Texas time, 8 o'clock California time, West Coast time, and, of course, 5 o'clock Hawaii time. So if you're uh, Tuesdays and Thursday nights, uh, on Sundays, we will have shows. Uh, for now, they're coming on at 6.30, but once the season starts, they will actually be coming on between uh, after the, the second games on Sunday and prior to the late-night game that's on NBC. So you'll have to keep your eyes open uh, for our alerts on Facebook. Um, if you can, uh, join uh Follow us on Blog Talk Radio, and you will actually get alerts whenever we schedule a show. You can also join us, uh, like our Facebook page. And on the Facebook page, I'm always um, uh, posting when shows will be aired, and you can get those alerts also. But uh, for all of you people who wanted to talk sports tonight, 
tune in on Sunday at 6.30. We'll uh, be back to Talking Sports. We'll be a week away, actually less than a week away, because I believe the first game is next Thursday night. So we're actually a week away now from the uh, – nope, nope, we're a week and a half. We're two weeks away. Yeah, we're two weeks away from the NFL kickoff. I believe college football starts next weekend, so we'll be jumping on that and seeing if there's anything exciting going on with college ball. We'll see if Texas A&M actually starts Johnny Manziel at quarterback. We'll see how uh, the defending national champion Alabama Crimson Tide do. Uh, It looks like uh, I just got word from Coach Howard that our Facebook page just now hit three just hit 3,000, I mean 300 uh, likes. I'll have to go in and see who's going to get the announcement of being our 300th like. Let's see if we can pull that up real quick. I've got my people efforting that information. And the 300th person to like our show is none other than Mikey Yanigahara out of Hawaii. Welcome to the show, Mike. Uh, 299 was Shannon Robello, who is a softball buddy of mine back in the islands. And number 300 was Yanigahara Mike. Mikey, thanks, man. Thanks for joining the show. Thanks for liking the show. We'll be back talking sports as of next week. And, again, you've been listening to the Motormouth Mosley radio show. We talk sports. We talk something a little bit more than sports sometimes. But look forward to hearing from you. Looking forward to talking to you next Sunday, this coming Sunday at 630. Have a great week and aloha.